if we are done with Sean's whack ass beatbox now, then we can start the plank show. And now wrist pulls oh. uh. the classic <laughs> Sean before we even y'all start. Can't even call it, y'all can't even call it the Sean no more. I didn't do it's it. It's been weeks. I didn't do it. I'm it's not been gonna happening do it. to everybody but, but Sean. So I'm right. trying to hear that. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Plank Show. I am one of your hosts tonight, Chris Mack. Sitting next to me is, well, he can introduce himself. Y'all know who it is. Y'all know what it is. I am the one, the only, the instant classic, the greatest man that ever lived. I am Sean motherfucking Bennett in this bitch. And... We have, like always, sitting in the little window box. I'm your judgy ass bitch. What a bitch, it's Riss. <laughs> and back by popular demand. I guess me mostly, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We got Scott. Is it, it's not because you want to kiss, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll save those for Sean. That's mad gross. <laughs> What's up, guys? Thanks not for having me back. I, really, with that. I do appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Always fun. So, um, what was I going to say? Um, so, first off, Thanksgiving just passed. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Fuck y'all. Um, we don't have EK on the ones and twos. We have the other Scott. Well, he's actually the first Scott. And uh, 77, 1977 I was born. How, what year were you born? Oh, 91. Yeah, so I I, I am the first Scott. We gave you first Scott status, damn, so he had to pull all cards. (laughs) He said 77. I don't know how old he was. He was like, let's make no mistake around here, bitches. You know the vibes? (laughs) Shit. We know who running this shit. Right. I keep forgetting that even if I don't look in his direction, he can still see my face. (laughs) And I'm like, judging you from afar. Judging you from this angle. That's all. Big Brother is watching. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so how y'all doing tonight? Eh. Well, how are you? Oh shit, I'm much better. Shit, I spent the last two days laid up on the couch, unable to motherfucking move. I f- fucked up my back. Uh, it's all jacked up. I couldn't move, couldn't do shit, couldn't eat, couldn't. Nut- you ever been hungry but couldn't eat? Man, no. It was problematic. <laughs> it was broke. Pro- so I woke up this morning and realized that I could actually move. Like, I woke up the other morning and I had to pee, and I was just like, oh, oh, fuck Wait, were you and fucked up? And I went to sleep. Yep. I just went back to sleep. But I woke up this morning, and I was halfway to the bathroom before I realized that I was walking. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit. So it was like 5.30 in, in the, the morning. Right. It was like 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. I went pissed, washed my hands, went upstairs, made me some bacon, <laughs> stole one of my daughter's Lunchables. <laughs> Shit. He didn't even do the fruit snacks. He was just like, let me get this whole fucking Lunchable. I was hungry as hell. Okay, so real quick, before we get into it, uh, the views and opinions expressed by this show belong solely to the show's creators and contributors. They are not shared by FXBG Public Radio or any of its affiliates. This show contains graphic, explicit sexual content. Please be advised. That being said, uh, make sure you go to FXBG publicradio.com and like, share, and subscribe or subscribe, however you want to say it. Uh, I know there's some English majors out there who want to come at me and, you know, some not-so-English majors that were like, you know, it's not pronounced that way, Chris. In any case, so, uh, but like, share, subscribe. You can go to fxbgpr.com and it'll spit you over. Um, See, because but the most important thing, baby, 
is like, share, subscribe. Okay, so real quick, you said you were laid up. Let me ask you, were you laid up this holiday week, this past holiday week and weekend because you had like a fall or just? I had, you, yeah, I had a fall. Uh, okay, so before you say anything, did it happen Thanksgiving night? No. Okay. Did you have your life alert <laughs> on your, when it happened? No, nah, that's why I got bad. That's I, why I, I had fallen and, you and could I not couldn't get up. So I failed this weekend too. Damn, you old people are and just falling all I over the I place. I wish I had had a life alert because I'm going to tell you something. I'm a pretty big guy. I'm 6'3". Mm-hmm. I actually only weigh 215 pounds now. Look at you. Thank you. Um, so woke up in the middle of the night to get some water, start to go down the steps, take the first step. Now, I'm in my underwear, a T-shirt, barefoot, and a cup. All right? Um, is the cup full? So the cup is actually one of those. Uh, what do you call those? Tin? Athletic cups. Like no, oh, like t- it's a like a tin cup. Yeah, with you, like what are they called? Like yeah. A yeti. No, but they keep everything cold, so the ice it's in like it. A yeti. A thermos? It's yeah. like a thermos. Yeah, it's yeah. discount yeti. Yeah, I for, it's got a name. It's to a it. smart okay. cooler. Yeah, but it, so <laughs> my ice is still in there, right? Oh yeah. And uh, so I take the first step down, and slide down. All the motherfucking steps. Like, and I hit. It was just like, boo. Like, I hit so hard, shit in the townhouse next to ours, fail. Damn. Right? And I slid down all the steps. The only thing that stopped me was when I hit the wall at the bottom of the steps where my feet hit there. And so I laid there and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Somebody call the life alert. But the best part was... When I reached over, when I did that, I was like, yeah. I reached my hand back because my back was hurting. And like, it's that area right between your ass and your back, you know? Okay. And I felt my underwear and I felt a breeze. <laughs> I felt the breeze. And these are some of my best underwear. You no. know, they're like the form-fitting kind, like the Under Armour type. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, I felt that breeze. And then I felt the hole and I looked back and like I ripped my underwear coming down the steps. So you've seen like blue pieces of drawers on the steps. And I was like, no. I have to ask, are there like, did they just get caught on each step as you fucking tumbled? I think that I went down so hard, so fast. Like, the rug burn was real. Like, it just, <laughs> it like, it burned. It just took, it's like, shout. Okay. Like, if it was in a cartoon, like, Bugs Bunny would have been laughing because the fire would have been, like, coming uh, down like, the street, you know? Smoke coming off your ass. Right. <laughs> Shout out so, to those in California giving us props. What's up, Callie? We love you, Callie. Also, um, a Mr. Robert Lee Wharton. And normally I don't say people's names, but, you know, since it's Robert Lee Wharton and we got <laughs> Scott Wharton on the show, said it is subscribe equal subscribe. <laughs> See, I knew it. English major or. That seemed like a little bit of math. With three H's. <laughs> Subscribe. All right. Three Underwear shrapnel, baby. Underwear shrapnel. Is that my new nickname? So, uh, but yeah, so we got Scott here tonight. Can I say your last name? Wharton. Yeah, okay. I I didn't know if I could or not. If you want to. Some people realize they come onto this show and they're like, my job would probably prefer I not do shit like this. Oh, yeah, I'm very shameless. But like, 
Y'all don't remember his Some first time on the show? Some people don't. It was like, this is Scott. Uh, and he was like, Wharton. My name is Scott Wharton. I need <laughs> my everybody. My address <laughs> is. Come to my comedy like, show, bitch. I'm staying at Motel 6, baby. Come see me at the comedy show. I'll be on such and such. Oh, he, was, he killed it. So the first time you were on here, I was like, man, he looks familiar. But then you left. We didn't see you for a while. But then I started watching TV that week, right? Well, I've been watching TV. But, you uh, watched Monday Night Football, wasn't you? Nope. I was watching American Horror Story, and it was called Apocalypse. Oh and I was like, that's fucking Scott. <laughs> the bad guy in the show. Of course it's the bad I, guy. Naturally. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, my ex-girlfriend really loved that show, and out of spite, I just never watched it. So. Well, they're different, they're different seasons, no, different things. I don't understand. No, I, there are so many different seasons. I don't care. So here's I what's, won't watch so it. Wait, wait, here's what's <laughs> even funnier, though. So I was like, damn, he looks like Scott, right? And then I looked on Facebook, and it was a picture of Scott and then the guy from (laughs) American Horror Story. Because, like, Facebook was listening? I don't know. I think you posted it. Yeah, so when that... So you know what I'm talking about. When that season came out, somebody posted a picture of Michael Langdon, the character, on the wall and was like... Just another one of my lookalikes to add to the collection of <laughs> lookalikes that I have because I have long blonde hair. And like 500 people liked that shit. Some picture on my timeline. And then, um, yeah, people give me that all the time. I look like the Antichrist. Right. He plays the Antichrist. Right, he's the Antichrist. Yeah. Fun fact to never actually match up later. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was pretty cool. I've been waiting for like, how long has that show been off? That season? <laughs> Wait, like, so that's like, it was a year and a half. <laughs> so you, you've been waiting for me to come back because yeah, it went off like literally a year ago. Wait till at it comes. Any, back. At any point, you could have been like, "Yo, Sean, get Scott on the show." <laughs> you wouldn't well, have to hold that in. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix if people want to refresh their memories. Yeah. So, so that's literally, I I hit Scott up and I was like, "Yo, you trying to come through, come through on the show?" And then, like, I saw him at a comedy joint and he was like, "Yo, what's up with the show?" And I was like, Psh. "Next week." It was, it was literally next week. It was like, yeah, next week. And then, like, we didn't talk about it. He hit me up two, three days ago. It was like, we still on for the show? I was like, yep. And then we didn't talk about it no more. And then <laughs> I hit him up, like, two and a half hours ago. And I was like, yo, show tonight? And he was like, yep. <laughs> Motel 6. <And> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do business. Bam. That's how, I feel like that's how all transactions how everything should run. Everything should let in life should run that smoothly. Well, you're yeah. dealing with a man that lives at the Motel 6, so I know about <laughs> fast transactions. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I was excited to come on when when uh, when I saw you guys at the comedy show and you both said something. I was, first of all, really excited to see you. I haven't been out in a while to do comedy, and then when you said something about the show, I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. It's always a good time. So Yeah, man. I took, a, I took a, a three-month sabbatical to focus on my job. Um, Did you go to jail, Sean? No. <laughs> you go to jail not not the first three months anyways um and then that three month sabbatical turns into like a seventh month sabbatical and uh so like i said i'm I'm, pl- I'm planning to do i've been pushing hardcore just support local comedy i've even had co-workers like hey where are you performing next and i'm like i don't know just show up at like random comedy shows in Fr- fredericksburg and you might see me at one because i'm gonna do a few more pop-up shows before the new year then i'll probably book something in january um but I just plan. I just want to do some pop up shows, 
Just keep doing it, dude. Pop keep up in random out. places and tell some fucking jokes. And, and everybody who supports you and I, even if you're not coming to the shows, even if you just share the post, that does so much for just expanding the web of knowledge to show everybody in town um, that there's shows going on. Give people something to do and give us people to make laugh. Also, for the people like if who, who support a specific comedian, whether it be Scott, whether it be myself, uh, whether Moore. it be Brandon, support Moore, the scene. Freaking uh, support the scene, man. Yeah, it's the like, whole scene. It's not about me. That's the whole point of me not telling anybody where. Um, except one, yeah. I did tell one guy that I would tell him where I, um, where I was going to do my next pop up, just because he's literally been bothering me for like a year now. <laughs> like l- every time I see this man, he's like, "I thought this was a three month sabbatical that turned into six right, months." But right, okay. right, right. He's every time I every time I turn around, this man is like, "Hey, so uh, what's up? What's up when you performing, man? What's up? What's up? What's up?" And I'm like, "I'll tell you, man. I'll let you know. I'll let you know." So I told him I I let him know when I was going to do a pop up. Well, but support the scene, man, because yeah. even if like even if you like me. There's so many funny comedians out there. Sound like dude who went after me after freaking uh the last show I was at. That, oh my loved god, that old dude. My man was like 90 years old he and got up there it, and fucking crushed it. I mean, grand slam out the park. Just I ain't even gonna fucking you know I ain't even gonna tell you nothing about his routine. Just I'm gonna say go out go out somewhere and see this man perform. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. Um, support the local comedy scene, man. Speaking Wherever of, you at. Um, speaking of comedy. Um, you guys know who Pete Davidson is, right? Pete Davidson? Yeah, yeah. From Saturday Night Live. Um, is He's it on my list. is it common Wish for comic is mm. it common for comics to have people in the crowd sign a non-disclosure agreement? I didn't think it was, but I, I just heard this like yesterday that like he's having his guests that come to his shows when they get there, sign an NDA. I could kind of see it going that way because the way you always hear the comedians, like the bigger comedians talk, I know one thing they're doing is people aren't allowed to bring their phones anymore. They put them in like some kind of pouch thing or whatever, however that process goes. There's recordings, there's people that are taking pictures and recording the actual show and it's costing somebody their fabulous joke. Right. So it's also for your people who have bigger deals, like people who are in negotiations with Netflix, things like that. These, like if they're hitting up um, like you have to realize if somebody like uh, when Dave Chappelle there was a joint in Chicago mm-hmm. Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle used to pop up regularly and they tell these stories about how Dave Chappelle would get on stage and just tell jokes from like 8pm to like 3 in the fucking morning and you know he would see what would work see what wouldn't work this that the third and all that stuff would go into his big acts like his paid freaking you know whatever yeah. stand gotcha. up okay. specials or whatever so nah you're not you know uh, the, I, I can understand why there would be an NDA or you're not allowed to have your phone because you know you got a clip of you doing stand up and you know some it's dive on and wherever yeah, it's in YouTube and That's so now free. people see your shit on Netflix and it's like <laughs> saw that yeah. I already saw that he told that joke I yeah. immediately thought that since Pete Davidson is like the um the Taylor Swift of comedy. Um, I thought that maybe he didn't want people doing it because he was probably telling jokes about like Ariana Grande, Kate no. Beckinsale. Wasn't okay. Like wasn't there a the, time that H Town went to go see a uh, funny little guy, and she was like late or her friend was late or something? And I remember her showing back up at the bar, pissed as hell because they were trying to give her directions on where to park. And they were like, you're not supposed to have your phone. And kicked, and kicked all of them out. out. Yes, right. There I was a whole thing. We had a real drunk night that time. But Wow. <laughs> um, I think yeah, it's a whole thing. I think another thing, too, is like the bloggers and the cancel culture that we live in. And, and comedians, we walk a fine line of 
social right. constructs and everything's fucking right. social justice warriors. So he doesn't want to go out here and talk about certain concepts and, and themes and somebody to go tweet about it and uh, then the you know public opinion. It becomes the court of public opinion and somebody gets damned when they're still just workshopping jokes. It happened yeah. to Louis C.K. Right. Yeah, he had his fallout with whatever happened, but when he tried to come back, he's just out there workshopping jokes trying to... Because they're like us. I mean, they, they don't just have an hour-long special and magically right. fucking know what they're going to say. Yeah. Right. So he's out there trying to workshop jokes and somebody records him or goes and tells his stuff verbatim on Facebook, Twitter, their fucking blog, whatever it is. And... Um, it, it spins it negatively for the court of public opinion, and, right. and then people don't even want to go see them because you know he talked about abortion or whatever. They said right. uh, Dave Chappelle did that shit because somebody there was an Amber Alert um, at his show in Seattle, Neptune Theater. And everybody's phone just started ringing, so that's why he does that. Oh wow, that's he don't crazy. give a damn if you see his shit early. Damn. But like, so the whole cancel culture thing, man, I get it and whatnot. But you've seen you've seen me perform, and. uh I, I can perform clean. I can perform dirty. I can perform fucking whatever needs to be done. I prefer to perform. I dirty, perform. obviously. You prefer, prefer to perform. Yeah. I prefer to perform. Of course, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Did you take if, LSD? Or if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be firm, <laughs> I'm gonna be dirty with it. Um, if you be firm, you damn right. What the? Fuck? I think he's asking for a kiss. If I'm gonna be firm, <laughs> I'm gonna be dirty with it. Read between the lines. Uh, but, you know, so I, I don't really give a shit about cancel culture. If somebody doesn't like my joke, then, you know, fuck off. Fight me about it outside. Like, it, it's, it is what it is. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the comedian being worried about it. It's, it's, it's that, the PR team. Yeah, it's, it's, the... it's people trying to spread the word before my special even comes out, and it's preventing other people from coming to see you because yeah. some negative fucking grapevine. It's you didn't actually sign the contract with Netflix yet, so all of a sudden right. you make a, an abortion joke and... Now, nobody wants anything to do with you. You're no longer brand friendly. You're no longer, mm-hmm. brands don't want to work with you. Supporters don't want to support you because of that particular joke that may have been taken out of context, yeah. that may have just been a clip of. Or part also, of your there's routine. read your audience. A lot of times, yep, people will run too. a racy joke in there, a racy joke, and it'll work. And sometimes you <laughs> run a racy joke, and yeah. it won't work. I've, you know. I've been there. I mean, you've tried to protect me from a whole biker gang that. <laughs> So, they wanted to whoop my ass uh, at Christmas. So yeah, it looks like I took us down the uh, the rabbit hole <laughs> Infamous once again. Rabbit hole. Infamous. And so uh, so Let's to get back to so wait so to get back to what the show is about is sex. And you know we have started this new thing that we're doing. Um, so we could try to get more listeners. You know. Um, because of the culture we live in, and so we can't just label a show the you know. The head giving episode or anything like that. Or that would have been the blowjob episode. The blowjob episode. It would have been fine. However, so, but so we're trying to get away from that. And but in that, but in any case, I got a question from a listener, and I want to ask you guys about it. And so it goes like this: um, When you're getting head, and this is for the guys, um, and maybe Riss, you can. Maybe I could be the one that answers that for you. And, and I don't you, believe you, any you of you know, guys you can give chirp head like in. that. <laughs> uh, when when you're getting head, is it attractive or a turn on if the girl looks at you? Fuck. And <laughs> and this listener goes on to say because you know, um, she feels like women look effing weird when they look up at a dude while doing a little knob and slobbing. 
I feel like that's where the duck face came from. <laughs> really? And I'm yeah, absolutely. I really feel like that's where the duck face came from. That's the exact way that your face looks when it depends you're on the situation. in the middle of head. I th- I think it's, it. I think it's attractive. It depends on the situation. How's it depend on the situation? Because like, so if my girlfriend looks up at me while uh-huh. she give me head, and my friend got that eye contact, whatever, that shit's fucking hot. I love it. Do it, girl. Right. If okay. Random hooker. Right. Of the week number two, like. Dumb, dumb hoe that I picked up at the fucking bar. <laughs> like, bitch, don't look at me. Do your job. Yeah, Focus on like, that. You leaving when you're done. So, like, there's no... like. I feel like you're doing something illegal if you don't want her to look at you. Like, you're looking down, you're like, <laughs> don't illegal. look at me. Don't look at my face. No, I just get like... So, Bernie Mac said it best. Like, what you want me to do? Like, good job. Like, you want a compliment, a pat on the head? Like, nah. Like, if, if you if you just some chick that I picked up to come suck my dick, like again, I you may not know yet, but I'm aware of the fact that you're leaving when this is over. Like, before I even zip my pants up, I'm showing you the door. I'm gonna be honest but, with like, you. So there's no point in like it's it. No, I don't want because you're gonna think I, there's a connection that there's not. See, <laughs> I think I think it's attractive, and I love I love making that eye contact. But at the same time, I feel like I'm being judged. Because I feel like she can see me. I'm like, but she's your face looked, is like she looks good, and she's looking at me, and I feel like she's like, what fucking face are you making? <laughs> because I, I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm just like, <laughs> okay, like you know, that's how I fucking feel, you know. <laughs> and that's the other half of it. It's like, so don't it's look not, at me. It's not just the effect. <laughs> right. Right. I don't want you to see so my it's shame. Not, it's not just. It's but my not hands are too locked up to thing. do anything. I'm just it's like... not just the connection thing. It's also exactly what you just said. It's like uh, my girl can see my shit flaccid. It's and I, as I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I'm a grower, not a shower. My shit's much, <laughs> much more impressive after I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking flaccid and whatnot. There's nothing impressive about that. But you know, my girl's allowed to see me flaccid because she knows. What comes when I get excited? So I'm not worried. You about know the deal, right? I'm not worried about whether right. she's. I'm not worried about whether she's judging me or not because motherfucking. But look, you know this can of sausage grows to a foot long, girl. Don't tempt me. Don't you know test what's going me. Ha- exactly. You know what's gonna happen when the wind blows, bitch. Don't look at me like that now. But I don't let random chicks sit me on motherfucking flaccid. Period. I get that logic totally. Period. I don't. Let, I don't like, like again. Again, skank of the week number three. Don't get to see. Don't get to see me flaccid. Like, so you also don't get to make eye contact with me. At any, not, so not just during head. That's not just during head. That's at any point. During, no. If you've ever seen Sean's eyes, you were probably not skank number three of the week. Congratulations. Oh like, or that's just, condolences. Not, all right. So what was the main topic for the week? Judge, you got that judge me if you want. That's what I'm here for. Topic of the week. Topic of the week is as we are, uh, we we did miss um, the the Thanksgiving show because of Thanksgiving traffic was. Oh my gosh! Fuck horrible. Y'all. Rude. Um, Rude. Lord. Rude. Uh, but we're still between the holidays. We got a bunch of holidays. You know, we just passed Thanksgiving. We got Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and whatever the fuck else you celebrate. New it's Year's. a holiday season and whatnot. Right. So tonight's topic that we're gonna talk about um, is holiday behavior. Holiday behavior? Holiday behavior. In yes. my mind, my first thought when you say that is... My mind's telling me no. No. Never. Off, never, R. Kelly. First off. Never. 
my, all right. My, 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 so I right, let me how, rules. Okay. Okay. Rules. Expectations. Rules and expectations. Because I certainly was like, well, if every holiday you could dress up, that would be fine. But okay. Rules and expectations. And like a skimpy outfit, Chris Mack, not like anything fucking furry. Really? Oh, (laughs) shout out to my mentor. Old school. He is home. His surgery went well. Love you, old timer. Anyways, we're going to get back to the show. Um, I know he specifically enjoys the nasty angles of the show. Anyways. So holiday behavior because I was like, shit, my, my behavior's good in the motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> Santa Claus is visiting me, bitch. Shit. I'm on a naughty list every year. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So Chris Mack, as the most sensitive person sitting at this table. Actually, you know what? We're gonna go to you second. I'm actually gonna go to Scott first. Good deal. <laughs> we're, gonna go to, we're gonna go to Scott first. Scott, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So let's say you go home with a chick for the holidays. Now, not not random skeezer number two. But, like, somebody you, like, seriously interested with. Not the one you picked up outside of motels. And by home, you mean, like, not home to the Roach Motel where my dog (laughs) is. You mean, like, to my family? To my family. People whose opinions I care about. Right. Right. People, like, now going over to her, I want your opinion on, like, what what are some good, what are some good points of advice for going to go over and see her family? To go see her family? Yeah. Man, for me, yep. Uh, just do everything the opposite that I would normally do, pretty much. <laughs> Pretend to be somebody else. All of a uh, sudden, my name is Scott Wharton. Well, yes, hi, how are you? Uh, I don't know, man. My my ex that I was with for years, her family's a little bit different than mine. My family's like, I come from a long line of drug dealers and moonshine runners. And, uh, <laughs> I like my, my family doesn't give a fuck, man. And, and you know, um, her her parents come both come from like military backgrounds and stuff and are kind of more rigid and Ooh, um rough crowd. so i couldn't kind of be myself in, in certain ways and cut up like i can fucking cut up with you guys that's what i was gonna say don't, but, don't be yourself um it's not about not being yourself it's just about toning myself right. down you I know it, you. It, it, it's i know how to do a dirty show and i know how to do a clean show i'd right. rather do a dirty show but i can I can talk to the fucking normal people and, and, and class myself up a little right. bit if I need to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I can. Um, I hate doing it because it does feel fake, but it's also right. at the same time, it looks like there's a time and a place to be. Scott, the comedian, and Scott, the like. The whatever. man that's trying to be with your daughter. Yeah. Okay. Mac. Um, you're, going over, you're going over to your girl's house. For uh, for the holidays, okay. Like, uh, how do you? What what are some tips for the listeners? What are some good things to do and not to do? First, um, don't talk about politics. Yeah, good one. one. Yes, politics. Don't talk about religion. Excellent. Just stay away from that. If it if either if either one or two that I first mentioned come up in conversation, hit the emo tab. Emo tap the fuck out of there. Got it. Like, Got it. politely, like, get the fuck out of there. Like, dip set. Quick. Um, because, you know, if you don't share the same views, they can turn ugly quick. Um, and then, I think for me, it's not even about sharing the same views. Uh, it becomes a, a thing of, some people don't have 
a voice of their own when it comes to those topics, and they just adopt what their family has told them Fucking preach. blindly, yeah, blindly, with no proof. <clears throat> and then when, and then if I have to ask them, well, you know, what are your thoughts? Why well, just believe what they believe? Like. You don't have a fucking thought like you're just gonna nothing else vote to add, for a motherfucker to... because I see why he don't talk about it because he's upset about it. Now. Right, right, right. You just gonna vote <laughs> like I'm currently you don't. Uh, like, you know I get that's the same the thing. way, Chris. I'm, right. I'm the same way about politics in general. Right, because then it's then it's like you don't even believe in abortion. You know they're for abortion. Well, parents go with them. Are you fucking serious? And then you know religion. You know like or they well just spout off bullshit that they've seen on the internet. Right. Everything's just team thought and group think. It's it's just aligning with a, a team, red or blue. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and everything, in our, I feel like a lot of stuff in our culture and our society is geared towards making people more like that and more just in their bubble and with their team and right. identifying with that. So, that I mean, that's my thing for good behavior. Don't talk about religion or politics. Just steer away from that. Also, um, any, like... Uh, cutesy things you think you're going to get away with while there. Like, um, don't make a comment like, oh, that's not what we did last night. Like, try to stay away from the <laughs> comments. That shit will get you fucked up because like don't think their mom or their dad or their aunt or their <laughs> granny didn't catch it because granny couldn't hear good all day. But as but soon as you're like... You open your mouth it. and she hear everything. Right, but now she's like, last night, what'd you do last night? In the bedroom. What? She's spitting her button. Excuse me. <laughs> His penis looks like a croissant. Is that what she said? <laughs> so, like, yeah, avoid that shit. <laughs> I, I don't. For me, I I'm just done. try to keep certain things in mind. Um, when I'm dealing with, like, if I'm over at a girl's house for the holidays, um, I just try to present myself in a manner that nobody's going to be ashamed that I'm long stroking your kid. (laughs) Like, I don't want it to be respectable. Right. Right. Like I want, I want, I want her mom or her dad or whatever to be like, well, I want her dad to be like, Oh, whatever. Like if she's got to be getting fucked, at least it's him. And you know, as far as like the mom, I want the mom to be proud. Like that's, it's the guy that long strokes my daughter there. Like, so I try to present myself. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even want that thought because every time I, I, I look at her dad, I feel like he's like, You're so putting you it to my, my kid. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even, nah, I don't even want to think about oh, that. I'm God. like, no. So I, it's, it's, I just, you know, well, I try to behave in a manner, in a respectable manner. I do, it's extra hard for me. It's extra hard for me because, oh like, under normal circumstances, <laughs> Yo, my girl can't do shit, like nothing, nothing without me either A, touching, or B, awkwardly staring at her ass. Like, she can't walk by, get dressed, <laughs> like sneeze. Sneeze. Like, what the fuck does a sneeze do? Causes Jiggle. jiggles. Boom. That. My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker, hit that oh, motherfucker. If you, got a, if, you got a girl, if you got a girl with some meat on her, she got some ass and some titties and whatnot, Motherfucking like you know niggas with flat 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 booty bitches don't understand this, but like if she sneezed, that whole booty hit the booty wop. The booty wop. Yeah, she be like, she be like, that motherfucker be like, pow, <laughs> pow, and get, you get that same effect as when she pull up her jeans. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so uh-huh. like, 
So I'm always like, it'll be, it's, it's kind of awkward because people are like, hey, Sean, is there anything that you And I'm looking at the ceiling. It's like, why are you looking at the ceiling? And I was like, she, in my mind, I was like, oh, I was just thinking. But like, that's what I say out loud. But in my mind, it was like your daughter was walking by and I didn't want you to see me staring at her booty, licking my lips, looking like I'm looking at a motherfucking fine Christmas ham. Um, Damn. Because you had judged me. You sound like the big bad wolf and shit. Like, oh, dearie. That's how I what look What nice yams you have. <laughs> No, it's exactly how I look at the booty. Uh, so I, I just try to, you know, and I try not to do any of these things. Okay. Um, I was raised to be a gentleman, and I just rewind back to that training. <laughs> that was the best sound effect that has ever happened on this entire show. <laughs> Tell Perfect. that joke again. Eat a dick. <laughs> you know my father. Well, fucking, I was raised to be a gentleman, You're so a proper, it's not—it's not his fault it didn't work. Um, so, like, I, I do—I I go back to my training and I think about you know those things, and that's how I present. Myself. I go back to my Jedi training <laughs> of being a gentleman. Bullshit. Shut your ass up, wrist, wrist, wrist. Yeah. Female perspective here. How do you? How? What is a good way to conduct yourself? What are some do's and don'ts? <laughs> If you're going to be around the family and whatnot. Okay. Right. Don't go to your Jedi training. I absolutely go to the Jedi training because my mama raised me the fucking right. And it's not her fault. Okay. (laughs) He's absolutely right. I just like, I try to be as respectful as I possibly can. It's a yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Um, I would like every parent that of my significant other to re- to realize that I am absolutely perfect, practically perfect in every way, if you will, bitch. I'm about to put up your like, me <laughs> everything y'all said in this fucking show tonight with me, like, like when your co-host says some <laughs> wild ass shit, like. Now <laughs> my mom, me. my own mother knows that that's not the fucking case because she raised me, but they don't have to know that. They need to think that I am God's gift since sliced bread or Allah's <laughs> gift since sliced bread. sliced bread. I don't really know. <laughs> you know, whatever deity you serve, I am their gift to your child's life. I feel bad that that's the best gift you can go up against a sliced bread. I mean, I don't see my auntie down here in the comments telling them that I am. I, I really it. am. Thank I you. Thank you, TT. Um, so, I just do what I can to not make a fool of my fucking self or a fool of my significant significant other. Um, I do everything humanly possible. I, I would never offer to help cook in the kitchen because that is a dead giveaway. And that's how they find out that I am not fit <laughs> for much in the kitchen. But you offer to help clear plates. You You do absolutely everything you can to be what you think is, I guess, your best self. Contribute, uh, yeah. To contribute to, okay. yeah. Uh, I just want to say a listener said, uh, Robert Lee Wharton said, do, oh, well, I probably shouldn't have said his name before I say this comment, but he put it on there. So he said, do what I did. Give your mom-in-law a pot cookie. She got so high, we put her in the bed, and she didn't come out till the party was over. <laughs> Yet, she had the best time. <laughs> <laughs> and she said the next. Uh, I like it. And she said the next day, 
What, uh, what did she say? If all the say? world could get sleep that good, I think it would solve most of our problems. <laughs> Shit. Damn. She wasn't even at the party and had a good time. Had she was in that moment like. Damn good nap. Had a better time than everybody actually at the party. Hell yeah. She's like, you see that move I did last night? <laughs> we did. We did. We saw it. Me and Funky Chicken. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to flip that. Scott, we back to you. Now, what if you were taking your significant other to your house? Give me some do's. Give me some don'ts. Uh, give me some rules to follow. Don't. Don't be pretentious. Loosen up. Have fun. Like, my family's very carefree and not judging at all. So just be yourself, but don't be fucking pretentious. If you're with me, chances are you're not pretentious. So just don't do that. It's my best rule of advice. I mean, like, the things that you were saying as well, like, you know, helping out, doing dishes. My mom isn't a fixture in my life, but I'm sure that your mom's, you know, like, I'm sure that shit that, like, moms dig to see their sons bring home a woman and she's, like, willing to help with, like, preparing food, cleaning no, up, I'm things saying, like that. what do you do? What do I do? How do you behave? How do you oh, prepare how do I behave? her? How do I prepare her? Is that what you were asking? No, I'm saying, how does he behave? Because that's a, that's a big thing, too. What, what, what bring you bring to your own house. When you bring somebody to your okay. own home, there's rules to follow. I'm just myself, yeah, just be myself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and, like, grope my girlfriend in front of my family. And, yeah, since it's the holidays, I may, like, tighten up my act a little bit. But I'm very much myself. Like, at Thanksgiving this year, I was – I don't give a shit, dude. I'll make R-rated jokes, X-rated jokes all day. I, I, so my family is just – that's just how they are. Spin that butt. Mac? Yeah, spin the butt. You mean when I'm around my family? Yep. He's the most perfect – He's practically perfect in every way. Wait, oh, wait no, for it. no, 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 no. Not at all. Nah. Not at all. But I, when I'm around my family, um, usually it involves my brother. Um, Shout out to Big Nate Mac. Big Nate Mac. And, like, when we get together, it's the accent comes back, the Kentucky accent comes back out. And, like, I mean, sometimes people are like, I've heard people say, like, we don't even know what you guys are talking about. Because your accent is so weird, point. you know, um, that country Kentucky accent is so strong when we get together <clears throat> and we just have a good time. So, like, yeah, when I'm with my family, it doesn't really matter. Like, I know I can get away with seeing just about anything. My dad may not like it at first, but he's going to laugh. <laughs> my mom, she might pop me. She'd be like, Chris, no, stop. Don't spit in her butt. I've got a purple revolver, a pink revolver. My mom does have a pink revolver. That's the joke in our family. She has a pink revolver. Um, but in any case, so, but yeah. So, I mean, you know, when you're around your own family, you know, I mean, don't, yeah. I, I would say, you know, steer away from conversations that involve your family telling stories about you learning to piss on trees, you know, letting your mom letting you piss outside once and then you just think it's, commonplace to run outside and piss on trees or handcuffing yourself to the bed naked because you think you're the Hulk and you actually can't break loose and they have to call your dad from the flight field and get him to bring the keys to the handcuffs and shit like that so you know, like stay stay away from those kind of stories. Like, not me. <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying. Just in case anybody right. else Other had those people. kinds of specific Other past, right. past. You're right. Stay away back. from the stories when you know that your mom tells of you being butt naked, just wearing cowboy boots because you never wanted to take them off. You know, because you thought you were a space cowboy, and you know, 
Space Cowboys wear their boots all the time, even naked, you know? Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Can we go on to the next person, please? So, <laughs> <laughs> so my family is uh, the Montagues and Capulets, so I have two different sets of behavioral codes that I need to follow. But uh, we'll start with the basics. Um, I'm going to give you all some actual helpful stuff here. Like, one, never abandon your partner. Remember, oh, yeah. remember oh, that's that a they, they are in a foreign environment. Right. With a bunch of people they don't really know. So possible possibly um, hostile territory. A lot of people have a tendency to get excited. They see their family. Oh, they go cousin Ray Ray, who I ain't seen since he got out. Like, you know, and then they disappear and their partner's just kind of standing there awkwardly. And if they're not standing there awkwardly, it'll be awkward soon because here come creepy uncle, you know, whatever to come ask a bunch of inappropriate questions. Creepy or, Uncle Junebug. Or <laughs> Or you end up in the Chris Mack situation, you come back, and she know a bunch of stuff about you that you didn't want her to know. Right. So, like, I have... Um, like, my, Chris Mack. My mother... Like, yeah. No. Like, the situation you said, where she found out a bunch of stuff about he you. He was you just want, saying, like, Oh, excuse me. That or whoever Chris Mack was not, talking about, excuse not me. Not ending up like With the you, space cowboys. But just like I you don't, said. Come excuse on, me. Next. Pissing in trees. But, um... Are you like, the gangster so, of love? <laughs> nope. <laughs> my mama has the only... Only copy of I might be <clears throat> shit. <clears throat> she has the only picture of me actually in my military uniform, to my knowledge, in existence. Because I feel like I got rid of them all till one popped up on Facebook recently. I saw that. Um, okay. So like, there needs to be uh, you know, you need to be around when these things happen. Um, there's a specific story. My mama got a picture up where it's me and uh, it's a blue tracksuit. And anybody, if anybody asks about that picture. Then here come my brother out the fucking woodwork to tell a story about me in that tracksuit. And, you know, it's I ain't going to go into it on the air because I don't want y'all to know. But <laughs> a blue tracksuit is, so <laughs> is enough. A blue tracksuit is enough. But, you know, he is always something or you know, looking like somebody, somebody's granddaddy. And somebody shit. always got to tell some stories or some shit. Some shit such and such the cookout. There's you can never hear. I can't go nowhere anytime. Anywhere, don't nobody get introduced to my mom and dad without hearing the tale of, oh, he scored so high on the ASVAB, and they told him he could have been a nuke or he could have been anything, and could have been a nuke. This motherfucker decided fuck? he wanted nuclear engineer. Oh, um, and this motherfucker decided he came home and looked at me and said, "Mom, I'm gonna be a cook." And that's the story that everybody gets to hear on that and me setting the trash can on fire at school and all that shit. And they want to talk about how bad a kid I was. And I normally up uh, normally if like especially if this is a fresh relationship, I don't want you to know about my demon qualities yet. <laughs> so I try to avoid these things. Um, my when I say my mom, I'm talking about my stepmom. My mom mom has actually passed away. But that side of the family free for all. I say what I want. I do what I want. My sister will look me directly in my eyes and been like, yo, shorty ass fat. I ain't seen you smack it all day. Like, you know, like that's the type of shit that I deal with uh, when when I go home. Uh, it's, 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 it's real. How do I put this? It's my dad's side of the family is a lot of um, military, federal workers, business owners, industrious type people. My mom's side of the family is very industrious as well, but it's a lot of like drug dealers and stick up kids and you know things like that. Uh, 
everybody over there done done some time for something. So it's it's a whole different, you know, uh, feel, whole different vibe. Um, but you just got to feel it out. Uh, you got to know what you can and can't do. Um, I try to be a perfect gentleman when I'm around my dad's side of the family. Um, but my dad don't never, he knows, he knows. He calls my bullshit every time. So, <laughs> like, it don't make a difference. But, you know, so... Just look out for your partner is the best advice I can give you in any scenario, in any situation. Look out for your partner. Like, don't leave them hanging and don't, don't, don't leave them left to find out a whole bunch of stuff about you that you didn't want them to know <laughs> because now you're single. Hey, hey, y'all. Did, didn't Sean look like creepy uncle June Bug in that tracksuit? <laughs> nope, that's not even it. That's not even it because the tracksuit was fly. The tracksuit was fly as a motherfucker. Anybody, he thought that tracksuit was so fly, y'all. Let me, let me. Anybody, it was, the pants anybody, was too high. Anybody, jacket was too short. Any, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if I and it looked I like would velvet. Show, I would show. I would show. <laughs> what, what is that? Velvet. <laughs> right. So I would show the whole world that picture if nobody got the. If, if, if there, it meant that nobody ever found out the story afterwards. The tracksuit itself was fly. I looked fly as fuck in the picture. It's a real good picture of me. The problem is the stories that go with it. So that's what I like to. That's the that's the part that uh I like to try to avoid. All right. Well. Okay. So now we're gonna hit it up. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. What time is it? It's time for a moment of class with Chris oh, Mack. Did motherfucking EK get my music loaded in there? Uh, did we Man, do well, it? we got Scott. So my royal one. British music. Uh, no, I don't think you oh, did. Okay, so. that's don't good. Cause so I, don't I, want, this. I don't want him to play that shit. No, no, don't. No, 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 no. Don't play that shit this week. Don't play that shit this week. What you got? What you got? Because you you know the royal family's all up in the news and shit. I don't want nobody associate me with that this week. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We had a listener. We had a listener come through. Sean Bennett. Is a stand-up great dude. Ears be blessed to hear the big homie. Thank you, thank you. I can't with you. Stroking that ego, right, right. People, all right. It's lower. So we're much lower. So (laughs) (laughs) maybe Chris is gonna kiss later. (laughs) My whole ego is in my pants right now. So uh, isn't that not what that song's about? Confused. (laughs) So. A moment of class with Chris Mack. Um, so this week, I've kind of got two. Well, maybe one and a half. I think the second one's funnier than the first. Well, start with the less funny. So. <laughs> Build it. Um, found this article. Um, and it's about a young man who's turning 18. His, it's his 18th birthday. And his older brother decides to buy him a gift and give it to him at his birthday party with his... Mom and his nan all is it a hooker and pre- present Absolutely. prostitute gotta be um, your first blowjob and it says uh, what a better way to welcome your little brother into adulthood than by forcing him to unwrap a sex toy in front of the entire <laughs> family. Charlie, the older brother, gave his younger brother Jack a vibrating cock stroker. And he pulled it out next to his nano. There's a video up. I'll, I'll send you guys the link. Thank you. And you can watch the video. Christmas and, presents. Uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, it, it cost about twenty dollars. What he bought it, you know, um, how much he paid for it. Uh, but he gave it to him presents. in front of his whole family. And in the video, you see his nano, his grandmother, almost have a stroke. <laughs> and people are like, you know, and you're asking me. Why 
why is this a moment of class? Well, because how I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. <clears throat> Charlie was just trying to test Grandma. Make sure her heart is okay. Uh-huh. But don't kill you, make you stronger. <laughs> okay. So when she saw that, vi- that right. <laughs> so when she saw that vibrating cockstroker shaped as a vagina, you know, she almost she she did the the uh, red fox. She, she said, the oh, fresh oh, oh, oh. You got to hear her accent in the. In Are the you video. telling me this is a vibrating pocket pussy? It's a vibrating cockstroker. Yeah. And so, but yeah, so, but she survived, okay. and now she's stronger for it. <laughs> now she's stronger for it. I can dig that. Uh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I can dig that. Like, I feel like he did a good job. He exactly. did a good thing for grandma and the whole family, really. Right. She's the matriarch of the family. Right. And now, and you know what? Now, nothing can surprise y'all. I you know like what I'm saying? You're right on that one. Like, double edged sword. Now, shit surprise them. and that's a picture of her face. I don't know if you guys can see, but that's his nano. That's how she was looking. <laughs> she almost died. Nana got pink hair. Nana's gonna be fine. Right. She should be okay Nana's with that. Nana's gonna be so fine. Nana's shock look, look like she ready to put something in her mouth. Now the second story coincides with this one. Is Nana still so um, because but this one is about a woman. Her name is Stacy Isles. Um and she had a vibrator. And basically what happened, uh, the, 29, the 29-year-old woman returned home and spotted bits of pink plastic on the floor. Initially, she, initially she thought and assumed that her dog had torn up one of his chew toys. Uh, her dog's name is Bugsy. Um, but he had actually chewed up one of her own sex toys. Not to mention it was her favorite sex toy. But, <gasps> but he, here's, here's the moment of class. The name of the sex toy was called Tracy's Dog. <laughs> and Stacy's dog ate that shit. And Bugsy knew. So he was like, there's only room in this house for one dog and this motherfucker. And so, like, Bugsy, keep it classy, dog. I'm out. Bugsy went ahead and did it. Stacy's dog has got it going on. Yeah. And so, and that's the picture of. Her her toy after little oh, Bugsy no. got to it. He fu- he fucked that shit up. And she said it was her favorite one too. All right, ladies ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go ahead and close this out with you know what time it is. That's that shit I don't like. That's that shit I don't That's like. That's that shit I don't like. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what I don't like. Leave Michael Vick the fuck alone. Leave him the fuck alone. That now, ties in the dogs. I had dust tie in the dogs. Okay. So it was good. Wait to leave me in. Mm. Mm. All right. So like I've seen all these. No. I've seen all these different things pop up um, on Facebook with all these people like, remember what he did? Because Michael Vick is being honored at the 2020 Pro Bowl or whatever. He's got like a special coach's slot or some so shit. What um, for his accomplishments in football, which is what the Pro Bowl is about which is what football is about. They're not honoring him for his accomplishments in dogfighting, which <laughs> consisted of killing, maiming, and harming animals, which we can all agree is wrong. Yeah. We can all agree is fucked up and wrong. Now, <clears throat> he's not getting honored for this. He's not getting recognition for this. He's not getting awarded for this. As a matter of fact, what he got for that was jail time and lost a fuck ton of money um, because of it. So we I, I we hear all the time about oh that they, they they served their time and let them go they paid their debt to society. Why doesn't that apply to Michael Vick? 
why doesn't that apply to Michael Vick? Why can some fucking bastard rape a little girl and go to jail and it's, oh, he served his time, Give, you know, or kill somebody and get out of jail and it's, oh, he served his time, but Michael Vick, you know, fucking fought some goddamn dogs and it's, oh, no, he's still the devil, you know, 10 fucking years later. Get over that fucking shit. Did he ever go the back? NF- he went back to the NFL after yeah, that, though? he did. Yeah. Cool. But he had lost so much time on his career, he just wasn't the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, so not as good, so, like, maybe yeah. why are you being... Why are you being rec- recognized? Because he still set so many records. He, he still did, did so many things. He, and in yeah, college. He, and yes, college. He's, he's being recognized for his career, not... Okay. Not the, not like a game that happened after this. He's being recognized. I was asking real questions because I don't know shit about the Pro Bowl. I was just trying to clarify. Gotcha. <laughs> so he's being recognized for his for the entirety of his career, his career in football, not his career in acting in shitty commercials, not his career in broadcasting, not his career in dogfighting. Um, get off his dick. Like if the NFL chooses to honor somebody, right, look, I'll put it like this. Um, remember when the WWE completely removed Hulk Hogan from the history books because mm. he said nigger on camera? Mm. Guess what? A few years later, like what was it two? Almost almost three years later, you know, after he had apologized and he was like, hey, I shouldn't have said that. You know, I was raised in a different time and, you know, some nigger was long stroking my daughter. I wasn't <laughs> happy about it. Like, fuck you want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he apologized <laughs> and then fucking... He came back to a wrestling event and he got worshipped and everybody loved it. And it was like, oh, Hulkamania is back. Hulk Hogan is back. Blah, 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 blah. You know, he lost money in advertisements and sponsorships and, you know, they removed him from the record books and, you know, they put him back, but, you know, they removed him for a little bit and, you know, it's okay because he apologized. And you know what? Nobody tripped. I didn't trip. Nobody fucking cared. Like I said, Hulk Hogan, you, you find me a fucking 60-year-old goddamn white guy who hasn't said the word nigger at some point in his goddamn life and I will show you a verified fucking saint. I can only think of like two off the top of my head. Um, again, different time, a nigga was long stroking his daughter. Like, I don't want, I don't want you know, fucking... Tyrone fucking fuck you know what I'm saying? Anyways, uh, so like get off Michael Vick's dick. Like it's he's being acknowledged for his football accomplishments. Let that stand. You don't have to like him. You don't have to watch the Pro Bowl. You don't ever have to go to YouTube and watch a Michael Vick fucking highlight because there's so fucking many because he was so fucking good at football. He's being acknowledged for his football accomplishments. Which the mistake that he made, no matter how dumb, no matter how atrocious, no matter how despicable, does not fucking erase. Pete Rose. Um, you know what? I was actually just about to say that. Um, but I've been campaigning for Pete Rose to be allowed in the fucking Hall of Fame for fucking ever. Forever. Absolutely. This motherfucker bet on a game. He bet on himself, no less. So it's not even like he was throwing games. Pete Rose bet on himself. Pete Rose essentially was like... If, if there was a fucking comedy competition and fucking I, and Scott Wharton showed up and was like, yo, son, I think I'm going to win this shit. Put $5 on me. And they was like, Scott, you can never tell jokes again because you rigged the competition. How do we know that you weren't going to win because you put money on yourself? And he's <laughs> like, well, my whole goal was to win regardless. Like, you know, <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, you can never tell jokes again. That's what happened to Pete Rose. It's fucking retarded. Let I, him in the Hall well, of Fame. I think it was a little bit deeper than fucking, just working off the beeper. He's, but, he's, 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 he was highly accomplished. Let that motherfucker in the Hall of Fame. Anyways, so real Chris quick, Mack, take us out. So real quick, uh, Scott, do uh, you have anything coming up? Um, 
So, Mr. Nikotakis, Mr. Jim Nikotakis has been nice enough to let us do comedy for a while at his spots. He's letting us do two shows a week, uh, Wednesday night at Grapevine Cafe on Kenmore, and Thursday night at Central Station on Princess Anne Street. And I am hosting a show at the Recreation Center FXBG on William Street on December 12th. It's an ugly sweater party. So get your big fucking ugly ass down there. And give Chris a kiss. Come do some comedy, man. Tell us a joke or two. Nice. Get Everybody. December 12th. Make sure you December follow my 12th. man, Scott Wharton, um, on Facebook, Instagram. You want to shout those out? Uh, comedian Scott Wharton on Facebook, and this is not Scott. Uh, this underscore is not underscore Scott on Instagram. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> knew that. Um, Scott, I want to thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, before we leave real quick, uh, Sean had posted something last week, and I just want to sh- say this real quick before we go off the air. Um, being that it is the holidays, um, sex trafficking um, is a real thing in our world today. And <clears throat> I saw an article um, that Sean had um, sent. And um, in any case, um, young girls are being stalked, young men and women being stalked, sought after, and being sold as, as sex slaves um, and being sold into prostitution and things like that. Um, and our, our young ones are not being protected. And so this holiday season, make sure, you know, you, you look after your kids and, you know, don't don't let them get snatched up. Um, our system is failing us uh, and failing people for people that are letting out of jails for sex crimes and sex trafficking. And um, this holiday season, if you see something, say something. <coughs> Uh, you can always call the sex trafficking hotline at one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. Again, that's one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. Like I said, if you see something, say something. It's a real thing. Um, don't fail these young men and women out here that are being sold into prostitution and, and sex slavery um, by you know the pervs like Jeffrey Epstein and, you know, his following. And don't so, just look after <coughs> your kids. Look after right. everybody. Exactly. Like, look out for the lady in it the parking lot. Look out so. for the kids at the bus stop. Look out for everybody that you can. And I encourage, um, I actually caught some backlash um, a while back because I said I was going to, you know, I'd kill some pedophiles. Uh, I still caught stand by that. that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I still stand by that statement. Um, That's my political I'll, I'll put it to you. I'll put it, I'll put it like this. If you see... If you see an instance that looks suspicious, I'd rather you be wrong. I don't give a shit if it's me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even hold a grudge to somebody mm-hmm. if I stopped the car to talk to my son at the bus stop and somebody who didn't know what was going on stuck their head out the door or walked over to the bus stop and was like, hey, kids, do you know him? Yeah. I wouldn't right. be upset. I wouldn't hold a grudge. I wouldn't be like, oh, they only did that because I'm black. I wouldn't none of that shit. I'd be like, thank you. Hey, appreciate the lookout because that's what the fuck we should all be doing. Yeah. Right. Look out for these children. Look out for these women. Look right. out for these people because ain't nobody fitting to fucking kidnap my six six ass. Yeah. And it's not fitting to fucking happen. Yeah. But like your, your girlfriend, your wife, your right. sister, her friends, they're not that motherfucking big. They're not that fucking difficult to kidnap. These fucking children that are being fucking targeted at a rapid and massive rate. Yeah, especially here locally in Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, and Stafford, because the I ninety five corridor has the highest percentages for human trafficking, right. kidnappings. This area and alone, Virginia is very highly populated. This area so. alone, we've reached over two hundred this year. Yeah, yeah. locally, that's, that's just children. That's not even counting women. Kill your like, local pedophile. I should not have to worry every time my girl goes out <clears throat> and right. be like, "Hey, 
Text me when you get. Text me when you leave the establishment. Text me when you get to the car. When Our you're kids. in the car on yeah. the fucking way. I shouldn't have to worry about motherfucking. Got my kids' bus stop is directly in front of their mother house and two blocks from mine, and I still have to fucking worry. Like this is a fucking problem. This is a problem. If you're afraid to kill a pedophile, hit me up. Straight up. Okay. Hit me don't, up on don't my say, Facebook. Don't, don't say that anymore, okay? We get the point. So anyway. Here we go again. Like I said, it's a I'll real thing. A Keep your quick. antennas up. This has been another episode of The Plank Show. Make sure you go to FXBG Public Radio. Like, share, Fuck subscribe. Em. This is Chris Mack, Sean Bennett. It's Riss. Riss. Scott Warden, thank you. pedophile killer. We out. Peace. Come on.